Hello and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Xin Si and you can always find me at the local library. One, just one chorus? <laughs> Where's the rest of the song? That's, that's how long it goes for. That's like that song. That's how long that song goes mm. for. Yeah. Sure. Haven't you heard it before? What do you think about that? That's no, original, that's, yeah, I know that song. That's an original composition. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. That's an original composition. That's never been played anywhere else. Ever. That was the one no, premiere. Skip, apologies, apologies. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't yeah. mean, but I just I wanted more. I loved it so much. Yeah, I wanted you, more. Thank you. Worked hard. Too that. short. Uh, oh. I'm Josh Bellman. Uh, there. Next. <laughs> that was short. Um, I'm Eliana Gabets. I'm from Russia, living in Stockholm, and just visiting UK. I'm I'm Sheila Hatt, and I'm a publicist. Hello, I'm uh, Lee Branches. And I'm the originator of UK Garage, UK Garage Source. Thank you very much for joining me today. What a wide array of guests we have today discussing a book close to my heart, Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. Obviously, uh, a great satire uh, based upon like uh, the folly of human nature. And who better to discuss this than the source impresario himself, Lee Branches? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, um, you, you're a big fan of Swiftian satire, aren't you? Well, it's, I think it comes across in my UK Garage, UK Garage Source song. You always try to puncture man's sort of pride and like <laughs> his sort of a hubris, uh, the hubris of human civilization through your UK Garage Source. Yeah, it's oh. a satirical source. Ah, okay, okay. I don't okay. think you can overhype the relevance of my source to the modern day. Okay, okay. I mean, like, uh, uh, Ms. Hatt, you, I mean, yes, like, obviously, yes, like, this you. is a, something that you, has been a pet project of you as well. You believe in the source. Yeah, I believe Mr. Branches has, has made a great, great progress with the source. Progress? Yes, excellent. It's gone, it's gone from strength to strength. What sort of progress would you say he's made with the source? Absolutely, in just flavour, content, amount. Amount? Quality. <laughs> he's made a lot of sauce. <laughs> I would say it's tripled. It's, it's, that's yeah. massive. I mean, you are famous for this source. In fact, it's the only thing that you're kind of famous for, I guess. Well, I did an album as well. You made an album? An album of UK Garage songs about source. Okay, UK Garage <laughs> songs about source. Could you give us a rendition of one of those tracks? Uh, 
in about five minutes. Okay, all right. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry, don't worry. Like, no, no rush. It's hard to perform on cue, I find. This is a treat for all of you listeners. We will have a live rendition of one of his UK Garage Source songs on the podcast. I'm really excited about this. Uh, and, and you know, It's like, not UK Garage Source, it's UK Garage, UK Garage Source. Oh, sorry, okay. UK Garage, UK Garage Source. Yeah, it's twice. Of course. So good that you had to name it twice, right? Yes. Ah, uh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, and um, and coming all the way from uh, from Russia, uh, you've got a lot of strong feelings about um, Swifty and satire as well, Lena, don't you? I do. I read the book as a child when I was a child in communist Russia, and it made a huge impression on me. Okay, so did you read it in the? Tra- was it translated into uh, Russian? Of in course, the- it was translated in Russian. Yes, okay. We don't speak English. Who needs that? Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please, 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 please. <laughs> I'm going excited now. I was going to get good. Don't, 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 don't just out. Like, just calm, calm. It's an advert for Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Very professional. Doesn't that sort of like pollute your brand? No, right? Mr. Branches, we're, we're actually looking for new sponsors and Snickers would be an extra. Wait, your source, your your UK garage, UK garage source is going to be sponsored by Snickers? Well, that was the original plan, yeah. It's, it's going to be confusing. Yeah, it was tricky. I've got a peanut allergy as well. Have you? Or are you? Uh, I've got a peanut reverse allergy. Peanut reverse allergy. So it's tricky, but we thought it could be quite a nice symbiosis right, for us okay. to get a sponsor together. Okay, I'm going to have to delve into this. Snickers, if you're listening... Have we'll a delve into this. We'll delve into this. Like, I'm allergic to non-peanuts. Okay. <laughs> There's so much to unpack here. There's so much to unpack here. But like, I believe I was talking to Elena about like the Soviet. Uh, but I'm very Russia. intrigued about that. So, do you eat only peanuts? Yeah. So I'm actually allergic to a Snickers bar because Snickers bars contain non-peanuts. So you have only peanuts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Unsalted. And salted, not roasted. Not roasted, because that contains other ingredients. Yeah, okay. So what if I were to get a bag of peanuts and then, like, wash them, and then, like, then would that be okay? That'd be fine, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Why does it sound like every time somebody talks about their food allergies, the questions that brought up is basically people trying to work out how to kill somebody? Work out how not to yeah. kill the guy. Well, no, well, it sounds suspiciously <laughs> like you're working out how, what's the best way to kill this person. Well, you need, it's just like uh, in any any system, you need to know where its flaws lie right, right. to be able to improve it. But it sounds like you're sort of like, how, how far do I go to make it still plausibly seem like it was an accident? <laughs> um... Well, look, you could look at it like that through that lens, but uh, you'd be mis- mistaken. All right, okay. I, 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 sounds a bit dodged to me, but like, point taken. Like, you were talking about Soviet Russia like a few seconds ago. Yeah. Before we got sidetracked by peanuts. But like, tell us more about like um, your uh, idea of um, Jonathan Swift's Gulliver's Travels through um, the lens of um, the Soviet Russian experience. Yeah, so basically, Gulliver is, of course, a Russian. And then he goes to the land of Lilliputs, um, which are Americans, and he just tramples all over them. So oh, that oh, was okay. a great book. So the people in Lilliput are Americans. Is that the interpretation of yes. Soviet Russia? Interesting, interesting. Even though America didn't actually exist back when Jonathan Swift wrote this book. Um, no, but it, I mean, it didn't say America, but it was very clear because they ate a lot of uh, French fries and burgers and... Uh, Mm. They exploited uh, the Lilliputs, so it was... Uh, the only people, I didn't feel yeah. bad for them getting trampled. I mean, they no, deserved I it. I, yeah. I don't remember the bit about the burgers and french fries, but I remember they had, they had strong feelings about eggs in the Lilliput. Like, it's particularly 
how you're supposed to break open an egg, right? The narrow side, the wide side. I was gonna ask this to everybody else as well right here. Like, how do you break your eggs in the morning? Um, always narrow side. Narrow side, right. Anybody else? Like, Surely the wide side is the, the, the narrow side is the strongest part of the egg then. Okay, what, what, what are you looking for? The optimum egg scooping action as well? I mean, obviously I can't eat eggs. Because they're non-peanuts. Because <laughs> they're non-peanuts. Except true. when they're in sauce. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That, that, there's an analogy would mean that I would not be able to eat my own sauce. I, I've always no. thought of like um, peanuts being the eggs of the uh, legume world. <gasps> but yeah. then you don't eat eggs, so you just break them, but then you don't eat them. You've got to break some eggs to make an omelette. That's but true. But then you don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I also don't eat. Uh, that'd be a really terrible omelette if you didn't break the <laughs> eggs and you just put whole eggs, unbroken, tried to fry them, and then... It'd just be boiled eggs. And, and, and you couldn't even break them as you ate them, you had to swallow them whole, basically. Cause like, that's, like in a cartoon. Yeah, like you had some sort of like disorder which meant like, I can't break eggs. It's just like, it's against my religion or something. But how um, do you break peanuts? How do you make an omelette you don't, for peanuts? You don't need to break peanuts. What if you want to make a peanut omelette? You peanut. run them under hot water, yeah. and then you just like bash them against the side. Oh, that's, okay. that sounds right. Okay. That sounds mm. scientifically plausible. Mm. Okay, I didn't get an answer from everybody though. Um, Elena, you you do you favour the narrow side? Uh, all for narrow side. Lee, you you favour the wide side? Yes. Uh, Josh, I think it's a stupid question. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you know they fought a war about this. Yeah, I know it's stupid. I don't understand why I are they thought, doing that. It makes I no sense. I thought it was a totally justified war. It makes no part. sense. No, no, I think and this was. Why would you write a book about about fucking eggs? Come because on. Because it's a satire. No, but, it, but no it, one cares was about it, eggs. Was it a satire? Because I found myself totally on board with this war. I totally took the um, the, uh, the 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 side of the, the narrow egg people. I don't understand. I don't why, get it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Like everybody who breaks it from the wide side, clearly they have to die, don't they? <laughs> Wait, so they have to die. So you're a narrow sider. Yeah, I am a narrow sider. And Sheila, I'm I'm I like a I like a I think I like a wide side. Okay, if we have an egg, Uh-oh. if we pick up an egg and we I grab it like that and I slap it, is that the wide side? That's great. That's great for podcast <laughs> or <laughs> well, there you have it. I cannot use my words. That's for this. what side I need Sheila's help, on, guys. Okay, if I hold an egg like this, yeah. Up, upright, I'm holding an egg upright. Right, right, right. I'll right. whack it against the side. Yeah, but which side for you counts as up of an egg? Which side of the egg? The, the, the smaller side. So that's a narrow, oh. she's a narrow, she's a narrow side. She's a narrow side, so okay. So clearly we have a majority here. Oh. Like the wide side is, I uh, hold sway. Well, no, no, he has, like, Josh has not actually put... Because I think this whole question is silly, because the book <laughs> makes no <laughs> sense. Sorry, it's more media opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who's that on the phone? Uh, it was uh, Lee Evans. Why are they doing Oh, Lee Evans. <laughs> I'm your publicist. Oh, you're not very good at it, you, you, you should be giving them my number. Whoa, whoa, trouble in paradise. Is, uh, are you dissatisfied with your publicist? No, she's been very good. I, mean, I have been bloody good. She's managed to eke out quite a career from one appearance on Dragon's Den. Thank you, thank you, and it was worth <laughs> and it. And this podcast. <laughs> and this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this is my only, my only second media appearance. Apart yeah. from Dragon's Den. And you were the one who contacted me, not Sheila. I didn't actually know you were bringing your publicist <laughs> here today. I'm sorry. I... If you all have publicity, just make more sauces. That's all I'm saying. Well, I've already made what other sauce? Just more flavours. It's not that hard. D&B. D&B, D&B sauce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Twee what about Twee Pop sauce? A Twee Pop sauce. What about? A flop. Oh. Wow. Harsh. Wow. Harsh. I'm yeah. sorry, you gotta you got to speak the truth. I've been dragging down dragging down once, once, and that's what I've learned. Yeah. How many clients do you have? Just this one. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you were very non-busy. Wait, so who's the I'm person? I'm very busy. I'll have you know. There's so, a lot of different sources. And yet, All right. he's the one that needs to diversify. He does. <laughs> okay. I can't do everything. All right. Okay. I'm holding down a fort here in my publicity tent. Sorry, guys. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think like um, I think both of you need to really think about your career choices though at this point. But look, let's. I was on the Sainsbury's channel. She got me on the Sainsbury's I channel. I did. What are you, a life coach? I thought you only read books. Yeah, I, I, I like to think that like books teach all of us. Like um, it's not it's not me that's. But doing it's the conflicting teaching. information in books. So you read one book, it tells you one thing. You read another book, it tells you another thing. How do you know? I was literally like parroting a lesson that I learned in Gulliver's Travels, which is a lesson about diversifying. What's the lesson that you learned from Gulliver's Travels? I I've learned that apart like, from killing all the wide yeah, side egg people. Wide wide side people, they need to go. They need to go. Um, and I'll go into all the different lessons that I've learned from this book as we go through each part. But that's the most important lesson from his travels to Lilliput. Widesiders, gotta go. Uh, and also... We heard that, move on. And also, <laughs> if, you, if you're big, like, and you need to put up a fire, you probably best not to piss on the place that you... I don't really need to read the book to know that, but uh, I'm sure it was a very I valuable to, lesson. I need to know it. Like, like, this is a basically an important lesson of what not to do if you ever find yourself a giant in a tiny world. Like Yao Ming. Like Yao Ming, yeah. I mean, he all... plays in the NFL, everyone's tall. No, he does not play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he is a basketball player. What's it would be surprising one? if a basketball player were playing in the NBA. National Football League. Yao Ming. Yeah. Does he have a publicist? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Uh, not, not to my knowledge, but I think maybe you could... Yao Ming. Any celebrity that's named. <laughs> Yao Okay, alright, alright. Does he know anything about sources? <laughs> I think he's got his own source on the boil, doesn't he? This sounds he's like a doing... query that could be addressed to Google. Yao Ming's <laughs> doing classical, classical source. <laughs> he's, he's, he told me about it the other day. Oh, you know Yao Ming? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So this is more than just sort of like just a name that you plucked out of the air. You actually have a pre-establishing, pre-existing relationship. With Basically, Yao Ming. when I read the book, like I, I was like, oh my god, uh, he's so big. Gulliver's so big, and I was like, who else is big? So I went on 4chan and I typed in, are you really big? Um, talk to me if you're big, and then. <laughs> Uh, NBA professional basketball player. He's like eight foot ninety six or something like that. He's yeah. really tall. I think yeah. seven foot eleven actually. He's very big. He's very, very tall. Um, actually engineered by the Chinese government. Do you know that? I did not know not, that. Not even a lie. Like he actually was. Like his his parents. His dad was a very good uh, tall basketball player, and so was his mum. And the government were just like, hey, you guys, uh, what about this? So, yeah, but I, I was thinking about Gulliver's Travels and I think like, oh, what's it like? What's it like to be so big that people try and tie you down all the time? And I think that hap he told, said that happens surprisingly often. Yeah, well, that's In true. the NBA. People just always trying to like shoot, shoot. cables over him <laughs> and then yeah. pull him down and he, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. And I had to... How do you feed that person? Because they had to, he basically almost bankrupted uh, Lilliput by eating loads of food because they had to divert all their resources to feed this giant and then they used them as a weapon of war against the widesiders uh, because like they said we were in this war and you know what we would give us the edge in this war? A giant. A giant would basically help us win this war that we've been fought over eggs. Um, I, I can't help but feel that maybe Gulliver in this sort of like um, story then is kind of a metaphor then for the uh, 
nuclear Cold bombing. War. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. Basically, except the Cold War never really got going. It's, no, but uh, the yeah. book was written before that. So yes. remember, he was trying to predict what will happen, and you can't be precise right. when you write the book a little bit beforehand. Right, right. But right. he was spot on. Yeah. So it, everything about like um, a giant um, coming in and sort of like saying like, hey, like eggs bad. That's yeah. basically Russia, America, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that was a big issue at the time. Definitely, because okay. 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 the Russians were very, very. Uh, their feelings towards eggs were, of course. Yeah. How do Russians eat eggs? Are they wide siders? No, no, we are narrow siders. Then they may live. Okay. So you see, that's the whole point of that story. The wide-sided people have to go. Right, 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 right. I mean, I, I, we're all on board for this whole egg war, aren't we? Yeah. Right? yeah. When, when the time comes, when the revolution comes, we know who's going to be we up against the wall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Propaganda yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. What? Eggs got, are good. Eggs got, are good. Have you got one of those prepared? Uh, I mean, I'd have to improvise it, but I'm very good at freestyling. Okay, all right. So that's fine. Uh, World exclusive here, guys. Let's World see. Right. Oh, it's still the Snickers advert. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Snickers. Oh, you could... Okay, all right. Here we go. Ready to go. <laughs> I've never heard this beat before. There we go. <laughs> Sleep branches, everyone. Eggs. They're really good. And we're killing people over. And that's the end of my freestyle. That was... <laughs> Fantastic. That was pretty short. Pretty short. Well, that's what I did and on... And it didn't rhyme, did it? <laughs> it doesn't have to in UK Garage. Oh, okay. It's like poetry, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like poetry. You, know, you only have to rhyme if you're lazy. The kind yeah. of symbolism. Also, it didn't seem very on time either. Um, bit kind of behind the beat It was on there. time. That's what you meant to do. <laughs> well, okay. That's what the sound is, sounds like. That's what it's meant to do. All right, all right. I, 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 I'll have to agree to disagree. Thank uh, you. And that right. album will be released on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's the plan for the. Eggs. I don't know. Maybe well, that, 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 well, well, <laughs> wow, you're 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 on it. You just literally improvised thirty seconds. <laughs> I've already got a track listing. We're, we're good to go. Okay, all right. That's a lot of pressure. It's it's supposed supposed to be that she is pressure. earning like whatever you're paying her. Thank you. Oh. I'm not. I'm like, she earns. Well, I don't pay her anything. Didn't need to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you earn money off what I earn. Okay. Can so you, you get fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of all sauce sales. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm asking you to make more sauces. <laughs> it's not a viable way to make money anymore. Yeah. And it really, <laughs> I really need to do what Levi Roots has done. Who's, who's Levi Roots? I can't believe you mentioned Levi Roots. Who's Levi Roots? Here. I'm sorry, just um, refresh my memory. Um, uh, he made reggae reggae sauce, copying oh, me. Okay. Copying UK Garage, UK Garage sauce. Oh, okay. Well, his publicist is doing a really bad job. Right? I barely know who that guy is. Well, he's managed to get ready meals in every Sainsbury's. There, oh, there's okay. no interest in the UK Garage, UK Garage ready meal. <laughs> you... Really? People didn't want a garage-themed meal? It was only hot pots. Oh, hot pot. That's nice. Yeah, you, I like a hot pot. I mean, like, it's true. I, there's not a lot of cuisine that I associate with the UK garage scene. So, like, it's... it's well, I mean, what is a classic UK garage dish to accompany your UK garage, UK garage sauce? Uh, chips. Good answer. Does Good it answer. go with all the styles in the UK? Yeah. 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 Fusion. 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 Can I ask a question? It might be a silly question, but uh, I, I, need, I need an answer. Is, does garage music have to be made in a garage to count as garage music? And does garage sauce 
UK garage, UK garage sauce has to be made in a UK garage, UK garage <laughs> to be a sauce. Well, currently we make it in a warehouse in Wolverhampton. Oh, so... That's like a, that's, a type of garage. Is a warehouse a garage? Hmm. Do they leave any vehicles in the in the warehouse overnight? Only the pussy-mobile. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, okay. Back up, back up, back up. The what? That's when I have a... Uh, I'm starting a car business. <laughs> right, okay. I, I haven't been helping out with that. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody needs to... I wasn't aware that that was... <laughs> and the car business is pussy-mobile. <laughs> yeah. It's powered by cats. It's like a little chariot. It's a, it's, it's environmental because cats don't eat much food. Um, Why are they carrying Lilliputs or? They, it's a hundred cats. <laughs> yeah. So how does that convert to horsepower? Cat power versus horsepower. Twelve cats per horse. Well, okay. okay let me right, do some okay. math then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't it's know. About, it's about eight don't, horsepower. Do we need to do maths? I don't know. If we need to do How do you get so many cats? Where do we get them from? Uh, Battersea cats home. <laughs> they, when they claim they put down cats, they don't. They just give them to me. <laughs> I've not been telling my publicist about it because I don't want her to get her. Do 15%. cats have any choice in the matter? <laughs> I'm owed a lot of money from this really? fine idea. Apparently, well, <laughs> no, well I check. I don't know how much money you owe. This is like a lot of business. cats. Yeah. And how, and yeah, so how's the business going? Yeah, how's I the pussy mobile going? <laughs> I sold two pussy mobiles. Oh no, who bought them? Two. Uh, Chin bought one. I did not. <laughs> I did not at all. I, I got an order <laughs> in my email. But there's an animal. Oh, there's right another guy called Chin T. <laughs> That's a really common uh, name in China. Bald Chinese comedian. That's, that's also very common look in China. Well, I've got a car downstairs that's meowing. And again, there's another Chinti that probably lives here. Possibly one of my neighbours. Probably looks like me. The probably good, even lives in this well, flat, and I don't well, know, you know? If you like, want to buy one, the good thing about it is you can tap it and go listen to this baby purr quite, <laughs> quite easily. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Also, I'm allergic to cats. So really? why would I buy it? Why, why would I buy it? You want to use them in your car? Well, but yeah, but I, I, everywhere I'd go, I'd be sneezing and I'd be itching. This just doesn't make any sense. It's a medically sealed orb you sit within. I don't think it is, because I've been sneezing and itching. I mean, I haven't been sneezing and itching when I've not ridden this car that I don't own. But like, <laughs> I'm saying that I don't think that hermetically sealed is that good. Not that I know. Not that I know, because I don't own one. It's an oversized mm. colander. How yeah. do you keep the cats fed? I, I don't you, know, because I don't You have one. to buy and kibble. But as an animal rights activist, I just want to know how cats are treated. How many hours a day they work, and do they have any rights to say if they want to be in a pussymobile or being put down? Mm. Because they should be able to choose, you know? Well, cats... I don't know, I've not really thought about the ethical ramifications. Uh, but the cats get fed, and they're fine. This is really your job. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the cats are absolutely fine. They, um, they live very, very happy, very short lives. But in those few minutes they have, they have a blast. They really do. They have a great time. And why do they have a, sh- a short life? Because they drop dead as the pussy mobile goes? And yeah. You just replace so the cats, the cats sort of run around in wheels, um, an intricate intricate mechanism that we've built in wheels. And uh, they, they're fueled by that. And they do get exhausted. And once they're exhausted, then they... Um, but then they live happy Damn. lives this few minutes. Oh, yeah, have. they love the run. They oh, absolutely okay. love it. Can I just say it's also confusing? Because when I took the car down to the, the car that I don't own <laughs> down to the um, mechanics, he said to me, like, well, here's your problem, mate. It's full of cats. Right. And, and, I, and I had to explain to him, like, what was going on. And he was like, did you tell him to listen to that baby purr? I, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Because <laughs> I thought I didn't want to confuse the, the issue even more. But, um, yeah, I... He, it, it's not something that I can really easily repair. Is what We're going to put traditional mechanics out of business. 
I'm really competing with Elon Musk here. Mm. He's the main person I'm competing with. But Elon Musk has also got a source out, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Elon's Musk. Right. His IDM, IDM source. <laughs> IDM, IDM source. Um, That's very good. Let's, let's go, yeah, thank you. Let's go back to Gulliver's Travels. Um, like, we've talked about Lily, but um, let's move on to uh, Brockton Nag, uh, the place where Gulliver, he's the tiny one now, and he's living in a world of giants. Um, and... I, I see a pattern here because, like in the Lilliput, he was a giant and he met the king of Lilliput and became a, a celebrity. And then he went to Brockton Nag, where he was really small, and he met the queen because he was presented as a gift to the queen. I noticed that whenever, like, you're a freak in a country, you got to meet the royalty. Mm. You got to meet the meet the royal family for whatever reason. It's a great way to network. Be a giant or be really small. But he, what are the, what would you say is the uh, the main issues that are raised by his trip to Brogdenag as opposed to his trip to Lilliput. Like, and what are the points that, like, with Swift is trying to make? What satirical things, points is he hitting home? There was that war in the Lilliput. What's happening in Brogdenag? Wasn't there an issue of huge women undressing in front of him and making him mm. very uncomfortable? <laughs> there was, actually, yeah. I'm not sure what the satirical point of that was. <laughs> Uh, other than Jonathan Swift saying like, "Ew, that is a big vagina, gross." Like, I mean, that's like that's not really satire, is it? It's just him. This is a man with like hang-ups saying like, and he's saying, like, "Isn't that gross?" And you want to kind of go back to himself. Well, you're the one who's writing about it. <laughs> like, you're the one who's included it in the book. Nobody mm. else is thinking that. Mm. So I don't know what he's trying to say with that, really. It, um, yeah, it feels like the book weirds or it's absurd in this chapter because that part doesn't make sense. And also the king is very upset that the tiny people use arms. But why should he be upset? Because Sorry, when the, you say they use arms, they mean weapons, not... Weapons, yeah, guns, no, and as far as I remember. Because I thought he was also upset that people used arms. As a, they had it arms. It could be. It could be. I don't remember. I Maybe the, he was as well. Maybe yeah. the king was really angry that people had arms and they were always picking stuff up and holding stuff with their arms. Yeah, they just wanted to use cats, I think, and uh, the <laughs> yeah. arms were not allowed. Instead of having hands, they should have cats. That's so, a good yes. idea. Yeah. Write that down. Mr. Instead uh, of cats. Cat list. hands, that's a new business idea. Because spare cats. Are you sick of having hands? Well, we Why not try thumbs. cats instead? Yeah, but then we can't, you can't hold anything, can you? Because cats don't have opposable thumbs. That's true. Uh, but what if you got four, claws. like all four paws of the cat? Mm -hmm. And then you could use those as fingers. So each each finger is a paw. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. you could pick up quite a lot of stuff. That's basically. So you could yeah. probably pick up like a football. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could pick up like um, a comic book. Or you could pick up like a, a TV. And also, if you ever fell for building, wait, wait, you always wait. land on your hands. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. The thing about cat claws that. is that like they get caught in everything. Mm. Like you got a fluffy jumper, it's gonna get caught. Mm. You know, blankets, it's uh, gonna get yeah. caught. Yeah. Your hands will also, unfortunately, be very emotionally distant and aloof. Um, and don't get them anywhere near a laser pointer, because they will go crazy. So what about if we made a glove for the cat? A cat glove. Which so it's like a full bodysuit for the cat, and you have that, wearing like a neoprene bodysuit. Wait, don't they provide their own gloves? They're, 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 fur, they're, they're fur, right? No, 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 but I'm talking to prevent the, the, the claws. Oh, okay, sorry. From yeah, ripping yeah. everything. So we've got this cat in a neoprene suit, and you've got one each, like, on your arms. You can lift all sorts of things up. You can lift up a cup, even. <laughs> That's, that's always the first yeah. test with these babies. I'm always looking for new business. Can this pick up a cup? No. Oh, dear, oh dear. <laughs> it can't. It didn't. It didn't. 
But that's what I mean. If we had this invention, mm-hmm. uh, can uh, someone help me? Uh, I mean, you didn't even use your fingers there, though, Josh. Yeah, you... but I can't, though. <coughs> oh, fuck. Like See, that's a two people. That's a two-person job. That is, yeah. If you'd had five cats on each arm, done it much quicker. But then it's good for economy. Then we create more jobs. There you go. Okay. See, Gulliver's Travels is teaching us so many things. That's one of the lessons I learned from this book. Cat hands. So, um, cat, like, hands. cat hands is... Can I get in on that? Uh, was that your invention? I just yeah, assumed everything already, was... Yeah, we trademarked it already, yes. We, we own that. Do you want to buy a steak and cat hands? Cat hands, done. Yeah, I'll sell you 25% of the business for £12. Okay. That doesn't sound like a good deal as your publicist. Um, Alright. How much do you think we should sell 25% of cat hands for? You want to give them 25% of cat hands? I'm, I'm thinking a cool 1%. You can have it. Why should he have it in the first place? He's not the one who's invented it. I'm excited for cat gloves. I think that's coming yeah, next. Ah, uh, that's the thing. I've, I trademarked that, you see. Yeah, well, who's your no! <laughs> I trademarked that. So your cat hands are going to be tearing up all the jumpers and blankets. And everyone's going to get angry at you, and no one's going to be able to own a cat hand without having a cat glove. We're going to have to merge. Yeah. But you don't have a puppy. Or you can buy me out. Okay. Oh. oh my god, it's like that Facebook thing, isn't it? It's Facebook 2.0. <laughs> this time it's bookier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, alright. My offer is... stands on the table. This what is, is your offer? You've not yeah. had an offer. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. You've not even tabled an offer. It tabled, and it, and it, yeah. How much do you want for cat gloves? Oh, I, enough. I want enough. Who wants enough? Do we have to enough? Be a... I don't know. Can you check? Uh, I'll, I'll tap into the UK garage. This offer expires at midnight. at midnight. This is like the worst version of the social network ever. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm going to com- consult with Yao Ming. See what he thinks. Is <laughs> he your publicist? No, he's... I, I, well, I mean, this, this bit's kind of interesting, because, like, yeah, Yao Ming is, like, a giant, right? So I was like, oh, what's it like when you're bigger than everyone about this bit, like, this new bit on Brobdenag, um, part two. So I also thought, like, well, then what's it also like to be really small? So I also f- put on, on, on four, four channels, well. I said, are you really small? Please to call, call me if you are. And then Nicki Minaj phoned me. <laughs> And then I was so, so I had like <laughs> both. Really I had both sides of the coin. Oh yeah, she's not tall. Is uh, she, that's not the thing that she's, she's five foot four. Is she now? Yeah. Wow. I. I. You know what? Not enough time to look that up right now. But I'm going to take your word. She for said it. it wasn't that bad being small. Okay. So it's I think Gulliver's like whinging. Mm. Okay, okay. And no, but no one makes her fight giant wasps. That's very true. So she's kind of privileged in that respect. But simil- and also similar to um, Gulliver, um, my, uh, who, uh, who seems obsessed with describing all these huge body parts in uh, uh, Brobdenag, um, Nicki Minaj also focuses on body parts in her school. Oh music, dear. Right? Yes, That's what does. happens when you're small. You just look at the big body parts of everybody around you. and just I'm really... small, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not doing, you're not being small right then it's you're doing it wrong yeah. you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong oh you've shit gotta... I've been doing it wrong all these years yeah. you've got, you got to focus on it and keep talking about it in the in the book that you write saying so like well, look how big everything is right. oh it's so big I'm going to start doing it as soon as I leave this apartment I'm going to start looking at big body parts <laughs> if you want to get a photo of Yao Ming's like ankle or something like that then I can, send just, it I can to hook me. you up yes please oh. does he have a particularly big ankle Oh, it's huge. He's also got quite a big forehead, but it's all in proportion, so you don't notice it that much. 
He's like, um, he, he seems like a fetishist dream come true. Like, oh, um, if you're into like ankle stuff or forehead stuff, like, um, elbow skin, elbow stuff. skin stuff, like, yeah, that's a very, very like um, specialist sort of thing. But like, his I've noticed, belly like, button's got the radius of an orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I've noticed that though. Like, um, like, I've no- have you got the radius? Have you got that in Google autocomplete when you type in somebody's name and it follows up with like, uh, like famous actor, actress, and then it says elbow skin afterwards. Like Google knows. Oh yeah, Google yeah. knows. Oh yeah, knows yeah, what yeah. you're into. Just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My cat gloves is off the table, by the way. What? Put it back. Okay, fine. Thank you. No, what's cooler than a million cat hands? A billion cat hands. Shit, right. trademark. Yeah, <laughs> got yeah. it. That's not how trademarking works. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm saying, the garage, like garage swords guy. <laughs> if Mr. Mr. Branches, could you please give us a, 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 an explanation about how trademarking works? Because I've been doing pretty well up until now, with my understanding. Well, <laughs> from my understanding, you have to do a rap over a UK garage beat at the trademarking office which is a car park in Clapham mm. and then why you... everything is a car park <laughs> <laughs> and then or you... a garage yeah. or a garage, a garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Big <laughs> Kev says it's trademark Big Kev Big Kev so if we got Big Kev on the phone Elena do you want him on this Billion no, it just <laughs> feels like a weird deal, and I'm still working out my relationship to big parts of people, so I don't have time for it now. But thank you for the offer. Are you sure? Because what could, if it was we a could, we could get this some um, rap out of the way right now? What if it was a uh, a Maine Coon hands? They're the biggest type of cat. A what? Sorry, Maine Coon. A Maine coon. Yeah, from Maine. A coon from Maine, isn't that a, is that a raccoon? Or is that no, a... it's not a racist term. <laughs> well, well. It's just a, no, I just said, I didn't say that, I said a raccoon. You know what a raccoon is, an animal. I've <laughs> never heard of raccoons. It's a type of cat. They're a large fluffy cat. Maine coons, aren't they? Yeah. A man, they look a bit wild. A mancunian. Oh, okay. You, you brought up a Google search to prove you're not racist. Okay. Are they bigger Show it to the podcast listeners. <laughs> not quite, not quite leopards. Yeah, oh, it just looks like a normal size cat. A, no, they're it's big. A, it's, it's a big old, beautiful, fluffy cat that's like, um, they would make great hands, I'm just going to say. Mm. Right what now. about tigers then? And oh, tiger hands. Big cat hands. Mm-hmm. Big cat hands. I love it. I love it. A lion. even better. Let's go for the biggest cats. A liger. That's the biggest cat. Is that the biggest cat? Well, Ligers. Ligers. Oh. It's true. We take the cat paws. Okay. We sell them. It's a business idea for us. All right. All right. In rap form. We take the cat paws, we cut them off, we put the bodies in the car. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. How, how does that help? I had Big Kev on the phone and he was in a car park, so I think you, you might have just got it. Did you get that, Big Kev? He said, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. This is how business is done. Um, I'm very Soon I'll be known as more the sauce guy. <laughs> more sauces and cat hands. Yeah. Sauce and cat hands. How about, uh, how about math rock, math rock sauce? <laughs> you talk about these ideas with me before you say them. <laughs> I really do. You, I, I think so too. You can, like, anybody can just sort of like listen to this and steal your ideas now. Shoegaze, shoegaze for heaters. Stop it! <laughs> You're just giving away money! Come on! <laughs> 
Okay, all right, let's get back to this. I Look, I'm going to say right now, I thought part two, Voice of Brobdingnag, not as good as part one. No, no, Nicki no. Minaj didn't like part, it. No, no. I mean, I thought Lily Pop was quite a funny chapter, really on point with the satirical points, and hate those wide side egg bastards. But... No, Rob Denag, what was going on? Except like saying, oh, people's big and I'm small and look at them. What did you learn from this part? I learned nothing. Uh, not, except that like human bodies can be really gross if they're huge. I knew that already. Hey, come I on. I knew that. But that's true. Yao listens to this. Like, come on. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I, like no offense to your, your, your good friend Yao, but I don't want, like, he's a big man, right? I'd feel a bit freaked out if I was hanging around with him in the shower and stuff and he just sort of like, loomed over me well I dingus. no offence but I think it would be quite difficult for you to get Yao Ming in a shower with you I don't well you know like does he only take baths if I yeah. was, well okay <laughs> that can't be true they can't they, he, he's a basketball player they don't have they don't have baths in the sh, in the uh, after game like wash area no he doesn't he's in a swimming showers. pool he actually goes to a swimming pool after the Here's basketball. Here's a swimming game. pool and jacuzzis. And then one time, <laughs> this is this, one time he put shampoo in the jacuzzi and all the bubbles went everywhere. Wow. That's a great story. That's amazing. That's, That's a, a good business idea. <laughs> what? Minor down, minor down. Shampoo, jacuzzi. Shampoo, jacuzzi. <laughs> so Shampoozy. Yeah. Yeah. I still came on the phone. TM. Be careful, you're listening to that. Well, you didn't wrap it. You didn't wrap it. <laughs> okay, Sorry. come on. Okay, I mean, I could get up the whole thing again, but like, let's. Like, like we were all agreed that Rob Denag, bit of a. Letdown. Yeah. yeah. If it was a holiday destination as well. I mean, to be fair, none of the places that, like, Jonathan, like, that, like Gulliver, the only one Gulliver talks about, sound like he's having any fun on these holidays, is he? Yeah, that's yeah. what I didn't understand. He kept going on his travels and he hated all of them. So why do yeah. you still go? And everyone he goes on holiday with seems to d- Dis- d- disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... He's like an early version of Carl Pilkington, where he just basically goes all around the world and hates it. And yet still is forced to travel in a sort of purgatorial punishment for like a man who has no appreciation for planet Earth. <laughs> like he has to see as much of it as possible. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's... Um, it, He's in a unique position to talk about his unique um, travel experiences, but none of these places sound great at all. Um, I, I was going to move on to um, the part three, uh, which is called A Voyage to Laputa, Barbie, Lugnag, Glubba Dubba Dreb, and Japan. And, um, uh, and immediately, Japan. I think, yeah, immediately, something immediately sort of leaps out at you when you read that, like, um, that title. Like, uh, but what's he got against Gubba Dubba Drip? Like, that's a perfectly, perfectly wonderful, like, um, holiday destination. It's a rule of five. You get to meet the ghosts of Julius Caesar, Brutus, Homer, Aristotle, René Descartes, and Pierre Gassendi, you know? But how did Japan get there? It's all this made-up places, and then we have Japan sticking oh, J- out. <laughs> Why? Look, you know what? Was it an imaginary know. place when the book was written? Japan didn't really exist, and he just like forced. Oh no, Japan how... doesn't exist. It's a conspiracy theory. Didn't you hear about this? Uh-huh. Japan is a made-up country, right? Mm. Think about it. Have you ever met anybody from Japan? Yes. Well, I haven't, <laughs> so therefore it doesn't exist. That's fair enough. Right, right. And sushi that doesn't exist either. It's mm. it was it actually just rice and seaweed that was invented by the Chinese as a prank. As a, what, As a what, prank. What's, what's the end game of that prank? Oh, just making people eat sushi and seaweed and laughing when we serve it and charging them money for it, you know? 
Come on, sushi. Think Good about prank. it. Yeah. Raw fish. Good you prank. Got, you got think about you it, got guys. Me. You think got me. About it. My mind's blown. You got me. <laughs> Am I think, on pun, KD? Didn't you think something was up when somebody served you up a piece of raw fish wrapped in seaweed and rice, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is real food. Well, come on. Is that why everyone was sniggering at me from the kitchen? Yeah, literally. So like, he ate it, and he ate it. I was like, yeah, I ate it. Literally, like... Sushi is basically what you get if you took a fish finger, removed the breadcrumbs, didn't cook it, and wrapped it in rice. That's sushi. It's a pun. It's a joke. What's the pun? Oh, you know, sushi, fish. Wait. <laughs> yeah, i got to double check this because Yao Ming, he keeps offering me sushi. You're going to check with your good friend Yao Ming. Yao Ming keeps offering me sushi. You know that Yao Ming's in on it as well. You don't have friends. He's in on it as well? Of course, he's Chinese. It's like, this is the best trick the Chinese ever played in everybody. That Japan existed. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the greatest, I thought we were friends. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. greatest trick the Chinese ever played was convincing the world that Japan existed. Yeah, we got, the, we got the Americans so good. They actually just dropped that bomb in water. Like, <laughs> right? they, didn't, they, they, they thought it was a place and it was like, oh, uh, good luck. Has anyone trademarked Japan yet? Um, yeah, the band Japan. The Japan, Japan. Yeah. And Japan droids, obviously. Japan droids. <laughs> Wait till they find out they've named their band after two things that don't exist. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, like, um, let's get back to um, Gulliver's Travels. Laputa, I think this is, like, this is the most satirical the book gets. Because this is like a, a big floating island where everybody's de- dedicated their lives to the pursuit of culture and science. But they've only used it in the most worthless ends ever. There's a guy who wants to extract sunbeams from cucumbers. As a guy who wants to devise a way to, uh, of figure out suspicious people by examining their feces. Like, there's no... Like, Ooh, yeah. That's gross. I think there was something else going on there. I don't think he was really a scientist, actually, when I think about it. But, like, like, like this is a great satire on that on the culture of, uh, I guess, what people would, would now term as being the ignoble uh, prize when people give the prize to the most worthless scientific paper uh, out there. Uh, Jonathan Swift is obviously, obviously taking the piss out of um, the Royal Society, who were the preeminent scientific uh, men of letters uh, of his day. But look at all the symbolism here. Laputa being a floating island in that itself is kind Why of. Why like, is it floating? Ah, well, there you go. Aren't all islands floating? Yeah, all islands are floating. I don't think that's how islands work. Sorry, yeah, well. Well, how do islands work then? They just go up from the ground. What, so you think an island ground, is the whole is solid the whole way through to the to the core of the earth? Oh I don't I'm not I don't profess to be a geologist. Well but then why are you commenting? It's <laughs> a good point. I went to the open university to learn about islands. Okay, alright, yeah. Has that influenced your, your sources at all? Would you say? Uh, I like the band The Islands. The Islands. Yeah. Did uh, you like the movie The Islands as well? No. Okay. That's a crap film. That was a bad film, wasn't it? Um, but okay, that's your expertise. <laughs> that's your like. Uh, all about islands. You know about the movie The Island, which is bad, but the band The Island are good. Yeah. That's what you need to know, really. Ultimately. Um. But but going back to the book. Come on. <laughs> going back to the book. This is sorry a, for that. Cult. When I say a floating island, it's floating in the sky. Ah. Not on the water. It's a flying island. Right. I had always interpreted the sky as the water, though. Okay. But then actually the scientists are doing a good job because they managed to get the island up in the sky and to float. Yeah. So then it's not so bad as he describes. They're actually doing something quite impressive. Exactly. And if you replace the, the word sky with water, then it makes sense. 
Right. Right. Okay. Walk, walk me through this, Josh. Walk me through this. So, the sky. What is the sky? Chin, what's the sky? The sky. It's oh. a reflection of the sea. Yes. It's also a TV broadcasting network. That's, no, that's yeah. Sky. Oh, not the sky. Drop the the, it's snappier. Ah, yeah, that's right. But then what's the sky? Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Not not the reggae reggae, not the the garage garage. No, it was the UK garage, the UK garage. Ah, that's much snappier, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Uh, H from Steps told me that. (laughs) I think it's H. Yeah, you're right, sorry. <laughs> Didn't know that your friends were I'm not friends with him. Oh, okay. He just <laughs> popped in and gave you advice for no reason. I've met him. Oh, have you? Yeah, he's best mates with Yao. <laughs> Who's his publicist? Um, Tormund Streamsticks. <laughs> Tormund Streamsticks. I knew it! There's another another client that's been stolen. Tormund Streamsticks. Is that your rival, Tormund Streamsticks? Oh, we met once. Yeah. How did that go? Not well. Oh no, what happened? We talked about steps. I said, if I was going to have any any member of steps, it would be H. <laughs> and, and, then, the best one, and then a obviously. week later, a week later, who's his publicist? Who's his publicist? Tormund's Dream Strips. Tormund's Dream Strips. H from steps is the best. He was so good. He didn't even need a proper name. Like, just H. <laughs> H is fine. I'm just like, it's, he was the best member of steps. He was the best far, member, and far. that was the real tragedy. Mm, mm. With his, like, like blonde Playmobil hairstyle. I loved mm. it, I loved it. Um, I think he's producing his own uh, a bid for, for, for like, an alternative to Sundance Film Festival. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called H's Movies. <laughs> and it's in Ibiza. <laughs> and they wear, where basically anyone can come, and then H just sits on a crown on a throne with a crown <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then everyone goes and watches the movies and if he doesn't like it they get shot oh my god this is the most plausible film festival I've ever heard of it's uh, called H's Movies H's Movies and like you go there and it's all like some sort of apocalypse now Colonel Kurt sort of thing where he roars as a god king <sighs> exactly <laughs> for, for like a weekend that. for a weekend and then all the f- films are finished and then, so we should be doing this too Lee Branches have you thought about going to the god king business how about uh, Lee Branches Movies. Uh, movies. <laughs> Lee Branch's movies. I'll trademark it now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You need to... Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let's make this official. All right, Lee Branch, wait, I'll this get, is gold. I'll, I'll get Kev on the phone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, it's good beat. Lee Branch's movies. Go to Romania and watch some movies. We've got Citizen Kane. <laughs> That established movie, Citizen Kane. That didn't yeah. really count as a rap, though. I, all the kids today are going crazy about Citizen Kane. <laughs> well, it would be a remake of Citizen Kane. Starring? Uh, Harry Enfield. <laughs> as, as, uh, as the Kane? As Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Who, who plays Citizen? Uh, Lee Hurst. Yeah. <laughs> So Lee Hurst and Harry Enfield. <laughs> I don't the Backyard Comedy Club. <laughs> so Lee Hurst and Harry Enfield starring in Citizen Kane, uh, the remake mm. from 2017. At Lee Branch's <laughs> movies in Romania. Right, 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 right. There's, right. Been, there's been a lot of Citizen Kane remakes, but my Citizen Kane remake would be the Citizen Kane of Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> You're covering all your bases here. Like, I, I, I mean, like, I want I want this in my eyes right now. I really want to see this movie. Um, let's make this happen, guys. Uh, let's do this. 
I'm on it, guys. Okay, okay. You reach out to them. <laughs> Once you find out their phone numbers. I know someone uh, in Romania who c- uh, can put you in contact with. That's great. There's no one in Romania. I know, um... Dracula? Oh, no, I don't know Dracula, but his name's Jürgen von Schuschwitz. Jürgen von Schuschwitz. It sounds Yugoslavian, not Romanian. <laughs> Are you sure you're in the right country? No, he's from Transylvania. So, you see, it's a different region of in within Romania. Does he What's have his background? Uh, he is an aubergine farmer. <laughs> Can we use the farm space for our movie night? Oh uh, well, I'll, I'll put you in contact. It's not a movie with night; it's a movie festival. Yes. Can we true, use the yeah. farm space for our movie? Festival? I don't know. You got to talk to Jürgen. Will the eggplants be there? The eggplants will be on show. They always. Could we give them out as complimentary gifts? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not Jürgen von Schuschewitz. I couldn't tell you. I think you should you... know these things. Oh my god! I should know these just by virtue of knowing who, knowing having a friend this... in a country. I should know his what attitude. Should you have Jürgen somewhere. Yeah. Okay, it's, I'll give it. To I'll write it down Thank for you. you. My yeah. god, guys! Like, who does he sell too? Um, he mostly eats them himself. <laughs> he eats all the aubergines. Yeah, and he's he's got a similar diet to you, actually, uh, Lee. He only eats aubergines. Although That's he's not quite the exact same <laughs> problem that Lee has. Well, Lee only eats peanuts. Uh, that's not, aubergines aren't peanuts, though, are they? Yeah, but he's saying that it's the equivalent. Nope. Don't <laughs> accept it. it. Don't accept he, it. He's he also reverse allergic to aubergines. How far have I put it like that? Do you to non-aubergines, you mean? Like, aubergines yeah, yeah. are more healthy. Peanut diet is not so good. By looking at Lee, I can testify to that. Yeah, why are your eyes bleeding so much? <laughs> Yeah, why is At least bleeding off? I would like to strike that from the recording. His eyes are not bleeding, and they never have. No, so. we can't be bought. We can't be bought. Faking it will not be bought, and will not bow down to request for censorship, unless we say something racist, in which I have to remove it entirely. Wait, wait. one minute. Is anyone trademark faking lit yet? Yes. Oh, I don't know. If they have. right now. Right now. Kev, hello. I'm rap, rap, rapping, rap, 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 rapping, rapping, faking lit. It rhymes with caking, taking a shit. That's what it rhymes. Caking, taking a shit. Did you get that, Kev? But I was also rapping. He missed it, he missed it. Go again. Go faking lit, faking lit, faking lit, faking lit. Yo, faking lit. Yo. Did you get that? Yeah. No, 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 that was Chin T. That wasn't, that wasn't Lee Branches. Yeah. I was feeding on the Shit. track, though. He's, he's only gone and re- trademarked it under Lee Branches. What? Yes! <laughs> but it's got my name on the, on the, on the logo. It's oh. a mistake, he didn't mean to. Kev's wow. word is immutable. This is like the fifth time somebody's taken over my podcast without my say-so. Yeah, well, it's you... always happened on the show. It's really, really embarrassing. <laughs> You're not good at intellectual property, are you? I'm not very good at asserting dominance on my own show, apparently. Well, let's go. I'm going to assert dominance right now. Let's get back to the book. Let's get back to the book. On my so podcast. So, what about aubergines? <laughs> so, he, he only farms exactly enough aubergines for him to eat. Him and his brother. Is it basically an allotment? It, it, no, it's like a really big like field. Right. But the problem is, is that I think a lot of his daily like duties are actually quite tricky to get around to because people keep trying to like sort of uh, raid castles nearby thinking there might be a Dracula or a, or a mm. Frankenstein nearby <laughs> so he's he's had troubles with that before with dedicated but can you many- hire Dracula to guard your regime fields because no, it no, seems no. like a good business proposition mm. you know what these are the good Dracula's <laughs> can you use Dracula's instead of cat paws 
I mean, I think that could really work out. Dracula hands. Dracula gloves. Trademark. Get, get, get. No. Dracula gloves. Trademark. Don't do it. Wait, wait, hold on a We've got this. It's ours. Dracula, Dracula gloves. Dracula gloves. No. You've got Dracula gloves. I'm doing the gloves. Dracula's also sharp claws. I'm going to get in on this. Quick, 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 quick. Dracula hands. They're coming to get you. Dracula hands. They're gonna improve you. Ella Lily. Ella Lily. Oh, oh, ah. Dracula hands. They're in the bands. Oh, that was the best rap we've heard so far. I yeah, think. I think yeah. Like, you uncategorically own Dracula hands. Did you get that, Kev? I, I thought that you wanted the gloves, so you've, we, we, if we get the gloves, then we've. Well, you, well, you, can't, you can't sell a Dracula hand without getting a Dracula glove. Yeah, oh, because they also have sharp claws as well. Did you ever watch Twilight? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Several sharp. Times. So many sharp claws. Lots mm-hmm. of sharp claws. Mm-hmm. No, they're useless. Hands are better. Claws can only do that much. You can't hold about, anything with claws. But what about if you want to intimidate someone and go... With that sound? <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's only the sound. It's nothing to do with claws. No, yeah, it can go hit. totally without claws. You just make the sound and people go... Ah! Maybe we should do business together. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I can be your vice publicist. Thank you. I'm going to go full fucking Zuckerberg on you. <laughs> gonna, you, you hear me, Branches? Fuckerberg. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not intimidated. I'm going to start my own version of Facebook called... <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, sorry. First of all, I want to point out the ridiculousness of that statement. You're just going to start your own version of Facebook, like, right now. Yeah. And it's going to, yeah, I've basically got this sewn up. I'm pretty much going to take over. Like, you know a what big monolithic. Facebook's company. missing. What? Uh, the ability to rap. <laughs> no rap. Yeah, functionality in Facebook. That's, that's a good, a good point. point, yeah. Zuckerberg is not known for the tightness of his rhymes or anything. Uh, no, right. you, you, so on obviously. your Facebook, all the statuses need to be written in rap, right? Yeah. Nothing but rap is accepted. Well, you'll write a status, a normal status, like, oh, I'm doing the Glee Club, I'm so great. Uh, and that would be changed into a rap automatically. That's just too easy. You need to make people actually write it. But then how is it different to Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You found it. <laughs> you um, you just we... cracked it. <laughs> the new Facebook is Twitter. <laughs> Who's Twitter's publicist? Uh, I think it's also um, Tormund. Tormund fucking Strong! What's yeah. his name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your hated enemy. What is his name? What is your hated enemy's name? Thomas Strinsk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. String shield. You see, string shield. String shield. Thomas string shield. That's the thing. You take away his power though by like deliberately forgetting his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't mention his name, so then nobody would know who exactly. he is. Exactly. No. Yeah. And he owns Twitter, does he? He owns. But he the, publicizes Twitter. He publicizes Twitter, so he like runs the Twitter Twitter account, <laughs> and he's oh, okay. going out. Hey guys, just reminding you to get your tweets in. <laughs> We don't, you used to only be able to do 140 characters, but now we've extended it, so I don't have to be as, as to the point with this message. Uh, sorry about that. No, that's annoying for all of you, but uh, we've sort of ruined it now, but carry on going. None of you probably got this far into the tweet. He's such a good like, publicist, yeah. isn't he? He's very good. Guys, on just, on we do not need to talk about him this way, okay? He's he really my publicist. 
Yeah, he is. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not good enough for you. <laughs> well, if only... Don't get depressed now. It's yeah, fine. Really it's not I just think... can be good, you know? I'm doing Some my best, you know? I work so hard at this job. And I don't get enough credit. What kind of hours do you work? Who's, who's my publicist, you know? There's I'm no your publicist wife's for publicist. publicist. You just hired me, so Thank I can... You. Yeah, I can take care of that. No okay, worry. okay. Who publicises the publicist? You do. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Right. So you're all set. Don't worry about that. Okay. It's You're not good at your job at this moment, but don't let you <laughs> hold you back. Wow. Harsh, harsh words. Tough love, tough love. Yeah. Tough but love. you see something. I see something. Uh, but you? I see Thank potential. You. I definitely you. see the shining light of possibilities when you look with desperation at your clients. So wait, you is your job basically getting clients for your... For, for her to publicize then? Basically, my job was to keep her getting not depressed so she can function <laughs> and do something for her clients. I mean, so you're so so so, 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 yeah, so it sounds like you're the life coach now. <laughs> it's uh, something that I do. I just don't call it life coaching. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, I think it's a very pretentious name. And uh, you can just be a life coach by being you. That's right, that's right. I mean, it's, it's a bit like how I call this a book club, despite the fact that we barely talked about the book today at all. Um, shall we go back to the book? Yeah. Yeah? Has <clears throat> okay. anyone trademarked books? <laughs> yes. Oh, who's book's publicist? <laughs> it's Tormund again. <laughs> My God! That man is this man. He's everywhere, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, we should have him on one time. Maybe, maybe. Maybe... Idea for a future podcast oh, episode. No, Sheila doesn't like the look of that. I need to, we need no. to focus, people. We need to focus. We're so close to the end here. Final part of the book is the journey to the land of the Huonims, where Gulliver yet again goes on a uh, big tr- trip on a ship, and he finds uh, he, this time his crew commits mutiny, chucks him over the side, ends up washed ashore the land of Huonims, who are basically these really lovely talking horses who are very civilized, and they think of him, and they immediately call him a yahoo, and he finds this whole land is uh, populated by clever horses, <coughs> stupid human beings who are like debased, awful, awful, like sex-obsessed, covered in their own fecal matter, and... Um, He's obsessed with fecal matter. Swift is. It yeah, seems like to come up on and on in the book, over yeah. and over again. Well, I think this is a strain of um, grotesque... But I don't understand comedy. if he has a fecal mania or the fecal obsession. I think it's like... I think Swift, and we'll get, we'll get into this and uh, uh, some final thoughts. Swift is known for his grotesque sense of humour and his dim view of human nature and how gross and disgusting we all but are. But are you sure that he was actually being satirical here? Because a lot of times people think it's funny when the person is not and they're actually being serious. Pose law, isn't it? Unless you actually telegraph how you're obviously being sarcastic. Exactly. People take you at face value. That's an interesting point to, uh, to point. I mean, like, if you said a lot of things on this podcast, for example, how would we know you're being serious? And like, and whether you just, it's just a joke. We don't know. We don't. We don't how know. do you know that? Yeah. But then somebody would actually have to listen to this podcast so first maybe to uh, make Swift that was actually deeply troubled by both issues of uh, how should you break the egg and uh, the matter of the fecal matter. Oh, no, I, I took that at face value. I, I mean, I agree with, like... Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You never know who's going to listen or read to your, read your stuff and just not get it not get it people don't get my stuff I find what you're, do they you get what I'm doing with my various people sources. get your stuff people get it I mean you're, I you're, so. you're, you're your source yeah. is basically like uh, ketchup with a bit of like a kick to it isn't it uh, that's one of my sources ketchup with a kick is my uh, footwork footwork source right as a, I mean, as a source aficionado <laughs> and creator how did you feel about the whole Rick and Morty Sichuan source controversy 
Was it controversial? I felt bad about it because because you were responsible. No for one liked that because I I in the episode of the Wild Doombreeze. Uh, they were obsessed with getting the Doonberries Wild Formberries Wild Formberries yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were obsessed with getting my UK Garage UK Garage sauce that, that, okay. that, no one picked up on that in the same amount that they did with the Szechuan sauce that's some good cross brand and Szechuan's not even a music genre so really they've not they've not gone to the source naming convention um, actually I think you'll find that Szechuan music is a genre well, why is it only one then? Because it's music. music Szechuan, Szechuan, Szechuan. Any music that comes from Szechuan is Szechuan music, isn't it? Shouldn't pay us that 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 smash hit Szechuan sauce. That okay, okay. Szechuan, Szechuan sauce Szechuan jam sauce that you. Jam, yeah. You won't, will you? That was totally, totally legitimate. That's Szechuan, Szechuan sauce. Szechuan, Szechuan sauce song. Right, there you go. Fair enough. I think we've all learned you the lesson about... You stand corrected. I think we've all learned a lesson about cultural sensitivity today. Fair enough. There you go. Um, uh, but yeah, let's get back to the, the Yahoos <laughs> and the who in them, guys. Yeah. I, like, I, is I, it Yahoo or is it Yahoo Yahoo? Yeah, I mean, well, the word Yahoo we get from this book. He invented yeah. a word, uh, a Yahoo, which is basically... A sort of like almost ape-like, uh, disgusting human being, man in his most deba- at his most debased uh, is effectively is a uh, is the idea behind Yahoo um, as a noun. Mm. Um, but like, what what do you think that Swift was trying to, the point that he was trying to make in this chapter? The what, Why horses? Why these like um disgusting like um humanoids? Well, I actually uh, so when I was reading the book, I got to this bit and I thought, okay, who who do I know that's a talking horse? So I went on 4chan and I said, are you a talking horse? Um, do you want to phone me? And then Bojack Horseman phoned me. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he said, uh, yeah, this bit's actually a very thinly veiled uh, reinterpretation of what happened when he was younger. So when he was younger, he he lived on an island. Uh, uh, and basically, there were loads of Ask Jeeveses um, uh, around him, and so they had to say. And they were also all these butlers were like, they they like they just had no manners, and they were all the failed butlers of of yeah. previously. And they, and and you ask them to find something for you, and they just go to the Googles or like try and, yeah, they'd yeah. go, they'd just give up and they just, just go straight on Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of yeah, I, I I love the idea that people were ever going to be won over by the idea of an internet butler. <laughs> That's the edge that they had. It's like, yeah, we don't have the search algorithms, but check out this butler. <laughs> so basically, you've got to say, yeah, here you go, sir. There you go. That's, I don't know why they thought that would work. Anyway. But then, of course, the uh... trademarked Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yes. Oh. I mean, you could probably... Uh, if you typed in Ask Jeeves now, you'd probably get the sign this domain for sale. So, like, uh, you uh, you'd probably buy that up again. Yeah, yeah. It's just ask.com, isn't it? Ask. These days. Yeah. Yeah. They, they dropped the whole Jeeves aspect. Who's using ask.com? No idea. I do. Probably that pizza Yao Ming and I use it all the time. <laughs> what are you asking? Oh, we, ask, 4chan, right? we ask all, we ask say what what website is is 4chan and then we get we get onto 4chan that way <laughs> when you used ask Jeeves you weren't allowed to do normal search terms you had to phrase it as a question <laughs> no and you've always felt like weirdly like impolite like just like being like excuse me so sorry to bother you Jeeves but if one would be so kind as to direct me in the right direction for something that were regarding like Twitter or one 
Would one? Thank you, Thou. And Ask Jeeves was just like the most horribly repressed search engine out there. Like he just stare at you longingly, unable to act on his own like emotions and actually find true love, unfortunately. Did you have Ask Jeeves in Soviet Russia? No, we didn't. In we Soviet didn't Russia, internet. Jeeves asks you. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, go on the, you, you, you go on the you go you, in, in Soviet Russia you type in to ask Jeeves and then it just has questions for you and you're like I don't know I don't know please don't ask me don't ask me ask Jeeves is just, it's just called in, in, interrogative butler yeah. um, what happens if you get the question wrong well off with your head whoa whoa yeah. why would you go on that website <laughs> It's a website, literally. Well, have you heard of Russian roulette? We like this kind of games. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Just any game in which you end up dying. <laughs> where death is the... Is, is the government. That's oh. a national pastime, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to Winklevoss that. <laughs> what, get ripped off? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Guys, this has been a wonderful chat today. Uh, we've reached the end of it, unfortunately. I want to take a camera's opinion what did you think of this book? Josh, you start off. Uh, I thought it was... Uh, I didn't understand a bit about the eggs. Right. Until I phoned out... I thought out. it was clear-cut. Until Wide I... Widesiders must die. That's... Okay. Well, yeah. sure. <laughs> I don't really mind. But, I, but, but Yao Ming, like, he was really helpful in interpreting, like, the, the bit about being big. Because he showed me a, a photo of his elbow. And then he sent me a photo of, of his belly. And it was really big. Yeah. Although he was wearing a t-shirt, so you couldn't see it. But Did he include yeah. anything for scale? Well, the, the fact that he couldn't get the phone out far enough made me think... Well, that, the fact that the photo came courtesy of Google Earth was like... A, yeah, yeah. It had a little, okay. little Google Earth watermark on it. <laughs> so that was good. And then I asked <laughs> Nicki Minaj, and then she said that bit was good. And then I asked Bojack Horseman, and he said that bit was good. So I think overall i got to defer to them, and they all said it was quite good. So you don't have any personal opinions, just all these other people have told you what to think about this Well, book. you know, the wisdom... It's, it's the wisdom of crowds. It's like... Uh, crowds have no does four, Do four people constitute a crowd? Look, okay, four, you, we've, all heard, okay uh, we've all heard it before. Yeah. You get a horse. Yeah. Say, how heavy's that horse? How heavy's the horse? You ask, hey, Sheila Hat, how heavy's the horse? Tell me how heavy it is. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how heavy the horse is. In a number of grams. <laughs> um, 500 grams. 500 grams. Chin, how heavy's the horse? Well, I'm going to go with like uh, 25,000. Twenty-five thousand grams. I don't know how how heavy is the horse. Two hundred uh, kilos. And how and, and and Mr. Branches, how heavy is the horse? Uh, a million. Well, you see, if we average all of those, that's the right number of the horse. That's that's good podcasting yeah. right there. <laughs> Guessing the weight of a horse. It doesn't exist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but like, good if it stuff. did, it would probably be right. Well, you you could, there's a lot of horses. You just have to find a horse that conforms to the number. There are a lot of different horses. There are some big ones. I feel we're getting further away from the point that you're trying to make, uh, Josh. No, what I'm saying is that, like, if I if I consult several several things and then I take the average of those, somewhere so. the truth lies. Exactly. Okay. So, what did you think of the book? Oh, it's great. Okay. <laughs>
know. What did you think of the book? Uh, I liked the first part, but then I felt like the first part was funny and there were some good points to that. Mm-hmm. But then as he went on, he was just turning more and more into a bitter old man that just hated everyone. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. and then it just turned out to be less funny and just, I hate you and I hate you and I hate you and you all suck. So yes. and that's how the book ends. So Do you I felt like that was by design. You think that's by design? I think, um, yeah. I mean, obviously he wrote it, so he must have had some kind of design. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also felt it was just part of his personality. He mm. just turned into a misanthrope towards the end of his life, and that's what he was writing. I, I mean, I, I noticed as well this first part was the one that had the most clearly sort of like uh, communistic para, uh, a propaganda aspect with the Lilliput and America. Yes, he clearly had a point with that. Yeah. And then he just started to write about fecal matter, and who yeah. cares about that? So yeah, exactly, N- none of the rest of the book really like related to like uh, any of the uh, points about American imperialism or anything no, like that. So I only read the first part when I was in communist Russia and then I read the rest of the parts I'm like well oh, okay. I actually haven't missed anything so yeah that's fine okay so oh, you, yeah I, I think Swift maybe did not have the courage of his convictions when he sort of started up no he thing. started well but then he didn't have the courage to carry it through but okay. it's all right okay it's all right then so you think like like eh, meh the first part I give thumbs up and then eh did you think it was as good as Yao Ming thought it was um Parts of it, yeah, I can see why people find value in this book because it's so diverse and there are so many stories, so everybody can find something for themselves. So you could be like a twin with Yao Ming. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna rip them off. Okay. I'm gonna Zuckerberg them. I also thought it was really good. Okay, alright, alright. You thought it was really good, so that you gotcha. both thought it was really good. Zing. Okay. <laughs> you already have your opinion. I asked you now. <laughs> your turn has passed. <laughs> I was Zuckerberging you. <laughs> Sheila, I think it's your turn. Yeah. Sheila, what do you think of this book? I think um, some good points all around, mm-hmm. and I hope everyone tries some of my client's sauce. <laughs> okay, that's a great review of the book. <laughs> I agree it's with delicious. that. delicious, yeah. The book's going to be agree. better if slathered in UK Garage, UK Garage sauce. Which is um, like available in more shops, I assume. Oh, and, and fuck you, Tom, my string shield. Ah, okay, okay, okay. You should mention his name, remember, don't mention his name, just say fuck yeah. you. That power. guy. Just throw a fuck you out into the ether. Yeah. Actually, on that point, what shops is my source available in? Uh, it's not. Oh. Oh, Woolworths. Woolworths. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Safeway. Another one. No. Uh, No. HMV. Some branches. (laughs) What? HMV. Yeah. I don't uh, know they were selling sauces these days. Is it being sold? Of course in they are. Desperate. Zavi is another big one. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. These mm-hmm. are terrible. This is a terrible selection. BHS. BHS. That was a recent one. Oh, dear. <laughs> Excellent deal. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no. Sheila. They were dubious too, but I sold it. You need to you need to step up your shop game. Get Waitrose. Talk to Selfridge. Talk to Mr. Selfridge. I've not heard of any of those places. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, all right. I will take care of it. Does her vice vice yeah. publisher publisher? I think Elena, you, you definitely need to, yeah. you need to sort of. Like, I've got a good feeling about Safeway. I've yeah. really got some good uh, feelings about that. How about is it in books.com? <laughs> books.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me type that into Ask Chiefs and find out. Um, <laughs> Wait, don't just make sure you don't type in askjeeves.ru. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I might. I don't you don't want to be asked an obscure trivia question yeah. about how many chromosomes a spider has, and then get murdered as a result of not knowing. Yeah, how many true, chromosomes does a spider have? Eight. Oh, really? One for each leg. <laughs> 
In the same way that we have 46. That seems to check out. Um, so, <laughs> final thoughts of the book? Yeah, it's alright, you know. Alright, alright, yeah. I was, uh, I thought it would have been better if it... Well, I'll do that in the next section. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Improvements. And I have to say, in my opinion, Gulliver's Travels, more like Dulliver's Travels, is why I'd be saying if I hated the book, but I didn't. I love this book! Oh, oh I loved it! I know, it was a bit of a roller coaster there, but I really, really, really enjoyed this book. I think it was, um, it is a work of art. It's a masterpiece. Yes, I take on point those uh, points about the whole obsession of fecal matter. And yes, Lemuel Gulliver does turn into a bitter old crank by the end. And yes, you come away from this book kind of feeling a bit dirty and hating all your fellow your, your fellow human beings. And that's how you feel on a regular basis anyway. Well, yes, but most importantly at all, of all, fuck widesiders. Fuck them. I hate widesiders. If you eat eggs with the white side, you just ugh, stop listening and kill yourself. Mm. Oh, no, that's a bit harsh. Don't really. Just eat eggs properly. And sauce. Yeah, have some sauce. good sauce. Yeah. Have some good sauce if you Why do you hate white cider so I much? I said white ciders. White. I hate white cider as well. That's a different problem, though. Oh dear, we've opened another can of worms. That's nothing controversial about white cider. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Who, uh, Who's selling cans of worms? Oh, um, <laughs> do you want to copy I think the giraffe, the giraffe from Toys R Us sells them, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, I love Christian the Jeffrey. giraffe. No, was, I thought it was Jeffrey. I thought it was Jeffrey the giraffe. I don't know. Jeffrey's out. Oh. Jeffrey died in the 90s. Oh, they replaced no. him with Christian, who looked just remarkably similar. <laughs> it's similar to what they did with the In Excess front man. They sort of found someone who just could sang similarly. So they sort of found a giraffe that, that looked the same. What about that toilet paper bear? <laughs> oh, Gerald. Bear. The Charming Charm Bear. Gerald the Charming Bear. <laughs> yeah. He died too. They replaced him with 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 crimes. We lost so many in 2016. We lost Sorry, so many. Sorry, fair. Crimes the bear. <laughs> he just made a sound. Well, my review of the book is that I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I think all the satirical points still hit home today in a that big way. Um, but as we all know, no book is perfect. Uh, Wait, does if it got unanimous yes? Yeah, but we didn't, did we? Did you get a unanimous yes? I gave it a yes. You gave it a yes? Elena said it was meh, I thought. Oh dear. Not a, okay. it was it was a meh, not a yeah. And you guys were more on the about the sauce really. Like, yeah. So Your review of it was eat more sauce. <laughs> it was, exactly. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um I still haven't worked it out. But like I I don't think it was a unanimous Agreement, so unfortunately, Gulliver's Travels does not get inducted into the Faithnet Hall of Fame. There should be a theme song for not getting into the Hall of Fame. Well, I'll work on that. And let's make it three minutes long this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like maybe it could have got into the Hall of Fame. It'd been a be- bit better. How we make it better, we we suggest improvements in the section that we call notes. No, 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 notes. No, 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 notes. Yo. No, no, notes. No, 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 it's, no, notes. It's notes, feet. Bean branches. Hear it now. Hear me now. Notes, notes. You didn't even plug your source during that freestyle. Oh, I plugged my source just through my voice. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to start with you, Lee. How would you have improved this book? Because you had a point to make. Uh, I think it would have been a better book if every single place he'd gone, Mm -hmm. there were more than one type of person in that place. 
The so problem like, I have with the book is that one place is just little people, one place is just big people. I think it should have been more diverse. Okay, all right. You don't think that would have blunted the sort of satirical points of the book that he's and the sort of otherworldliness of it. If he'd gone no. to a place and the book was just basically a place like any other else. Like, I mean, that would have been better. There were really small people there and also big people well, and all fat people and thin people. I'm a big advocate of diversity. Okay, all right. I want that publicised. Advocate of diversity. Who's diversity? Yeah, they're dance Yeah, they're dance They should have been in the book as well, yeah. Yeah, they should have been. The little kid who could do all the twisted. He was my favourite. My favourite, the twisty kid. Okay. Twist, twist twisty boy. kids? Is that his name? <laughs> twisty kids. Who's his agent? Twisty kids. I think it's it, it's that, it's not actually. I don't think he's represented, is he? I've, I heard that Zach Braff had him. Okay. Yeah, Zach oh, Braff from, from Scrubs. Yeah. Another enemy. Um, well, okay. Moved <laughs> into the publicist world. And, and is it, isn't his um, uh, slogan on on the front of his door? Come to Zach Braff's publicistry. Where we'll scrub away the dirt from you. And Scrubs is like the logo. <laughs> that does sound like, yeah. The... Do you have a slogan? We do. We do. Sheila Hat. Okay, <laughs> alright, good. Your slogan is your name. Good slogan. It's good, straight, I like it. Straightforward, to the point, like it, like it. Sheila uh, Hat. Sheila Hat, that's what it says. Elena, how would you have. <laughs> how, would you, how would you have improved the book, Elena? <laughs> Um, I just make it all about killing people who open the eggs the wrong way. Oh my god, yes, yes, yes. Killing them. Make them go onto uh, askjeeves.ru. I don't think that's right. Oh, okay. Why? Why? Because you're one of them? Yeah. I'm upset. You can just convert, you know? Then you can live. Yeah, why do you want to live? Don't you want to live? Why would you throw your life away? I mean, away? you have a choice. You can yeah. die a noble death, or you can continue to live. Not you if I kill options. you first. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to winkle once you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, though, Elena. Great point about, like, um, wide is being scum. Um, Sheila, how would you have improved the book? Yeah, some, some excellent points made from everyone. I think everyone should buy my source. <laughs> your source? You're making your own sauce, your own rival sauce. <laughs> Damn. No, no, look. look. You just got Winklevoss. <laughs> dude, dude, Lee, look at her. She's the sauce maker now. Oh, dear. Yeah, What's yeah, What's your yeah. sauce called? She Captain Phillips, dude. Uh, it's ha- ha- Sheila Hat. <laughs> Again, just knocking, knocking it out of the park with these names. Like, it's just so catchy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it, it's so memorable. It's so memorable. Sheila Hat. So I can like, see it now. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, moving quickly, uh, Josh, how you improve the book? I'm just distracted by the idea of this sauce. I, I, I can imagine, picture it now. I'm sat around a table, my friends, a big pile of chips. I go, pass me the Sheila hat. <laughs> pass me the Sheila hat. No, yeah. no, not the UK garage, UK garage <laughs> sauce. Not the, the Sheila hat. What about my new crunk core, crunk core sauce? <laughs> I don't want that either. I'm in it for the hat. It's yeah, served in a hat. What you want, Sheila? <laughs> comes in a hat. You want, yeah, exactly. You could become like the eponym for like, instead of like, source, what's that? Never heard of it. Pass me the Sheila hat. That's just, you, you've replaced source, basically. Um, but like, every, I, I'm just going to close everything up now and just say, great notes, everyone. Great notes. Um, By the way, I killed Elena. <laughs> 
It what? Kill me. I left because I need to find more white black people <laughs> and kill them before you join forces with them. Then you'll be alone and you will just have to die. Oh, I thought I killed you. Actually, Alex, <laughs> before you go quickly, is there anything you want to plug before you go? Um, no, but I have a lot of good ideas and I'll be back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much for being on the show, Thank you, Anna. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, everybody else, like, let's move on to plugs, unless you want to talk about this whole source thing a bit more. Like, how long have we got? <laughs> Enough. An hour? <laughs> okay, how many I guess. different kinds of hats are there? Something a different flavour for Well, I, I wanted to winkle boss you. <laughs> you can't, you can't. We can work together, but I'm not allowing a winkle boss. Yeah, I'm gonna... So you're not going to allow me to get ripped off by you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to make sure that I'm included well in your business and treated fairly? Yes, that's the Sheila hat way. So, I love it. What a concept. So that's, what more uh, is it? Yeah. Who else shall we winkle by? <laughs> you want a double wink- winklebuss? Winklebussing is like is like a bit like reverse allergy to being treated um, inappropriately in business. Mm. It's having to be winklebuss is to be reverse Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From my reverse peanut allergy. Exactly. Well. I think this has been useful. Um, a lot of good notes from everybody. I love this. Uh, guys, anything you want to plug? Uh, I've got five new sources I'd like to plug. Go, go, go. Uh, National Socialist Black Metal, National Socialist Black Metal Source. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Nardcore, Nardcore Source. Uh, Nintendo Core, Nintendo Core Source. And Oi, Oi Source, which is a 1980s style of British punk rock. Okay, all right. I think oyster sauce actually is a thing that exists. Oi, oyster sauce. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um, yeah, oh. oyster sauce is actually a thing. Who made that? I think it was like I'm not sure. It's Jerry it Seinfeld. Old, it, <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't the punk thing he used. Doing. It was more the like the Jewish thing. Was a oyster sauce. Yeah, always get always easy to confuse the two. Uh, Sheila, anything you'd like to plug? Um, several different kind of hats on offer here, guys. I'm talking, I'm talking Santa hats. I'm talking your sombreros, your beanies, your baseball caps, your fezzes. Mm. You know. Mm. What about pork pie hats? Pork pie hats. No. <laughs> What's a pork pie hat? Absolutely it's a little hat. hat. No. It's like a bowler hat, but little. A bowler hat is also a delicious, delicious one for the for the family. That's true. That's true. Like, yeah. um, Josh seems very confused by the uh, idea of pork pie hats. So Why would you make your hat out of pork pies? It's not, it's it's not, not made out of like, yeah. Is it like 80 pork pies sewn <laughs> together to, in the shape pork of a pie, hat? What about pork pie hands? No. Pork pie gloves. <laughs> Trademark. Quick, quick, get Kev on the phone. Get Kev on the phone. Kev on the phone. Hey. Kev, listen up. We're going to revolutionise the business. The business. When you sit and you eat your pot pie, you just want to die. It's a lie. Wear a glove. My love. Wow. Yeah, that was good. That was very, very good. Alright, that's definitely true. Okay. So, <laughs> you want the plug as well? What's your attitude, Josh? Pork pie gloves. Pork pie gloves. Okay. Thank you very much. This has been a very, very plug-heavy episode, <laughs> uh, I feel. Um, I also... Plugs! Uh, Anyone got a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's open. <laughs> Quick, you should, you should get it trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Torma. <laughs> okay. Get it trademarked. It's a long intro, sorry guys, it takes a little bit of time.
Are you listening, Kev? <laughs> Is he there? Okay. Yeah, he's in. Hey, you need a plug? I've got several. Um, give me some money and I'll sell them to you um, on the shelves. In, they'll be in Safeway <laughs> and H&B. Also, check out my other stores. Uh, Woolworths is one of them. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Wow, we're we really talented. Well, like, uh, yeah, thank you very much for being on the show and joining me to discuss uh, Gulliver's Travels. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you've been affected by any of the issues on today's show, why don't you write to us at fakingletpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like our podcast subscribe to us on itunes stitcher soundcloud you know all the good stuff look us up on ask sheaves if you can't find us just type in faking lit uh don't go to the russian version you might die um but um yeah leave us a good review because it lets other people know about like um source opportunities uh on this show source source indeed hats cat hands all good ideas you heard them here first cat hands are going to be next summer's go-to fashion craze. I'm sure. I think more of a winter thing. No, summer. I think that all Best time to have around. cat hands. Best time to have cat hands, summer. Definitely. I'm calling it now. Calling it now. But anyway, until next time. Hey, Lee, why don't you play us out with one of your, one of your songs? One of your, from I your album? I do my original UK Garage. <coughs> do it, do it. UK Garage Source song. Go, go, go. Play us out. Until next time, bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Play us out, Lee. You're going to do a beat. Yeah. Um, well, I thought you had the beat. But anyway. <laughs> I've not got one ready. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on a second. Um, you know the bit. Everyone knows the UK Garage, UK Garage. Yeah, yeah. UK Garage, Garage Source. It's a good source. It's made from peanuts and it's got good peanuts and I like it. <laughs> Hello, Deborah Mead, and you look nice. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>